When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters. It feels like it's been a while, which it kind of has. has. Um, eight for, days between first games. Coyotes game in eight days and man, <laughs> it kind of went how I thought. I don't know. It's hard to sit out eight days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you listen to the pregame shows and all oh, they're well-rested, they're well-rested. They haven't played in eight days. Meanwhile, L.A. played last night. They played an emotional game last night in Vegas on a win. They've played two games this week. It's a team that's fighting to stay in the playoffs right now. Uh, they're holding on to that last spot in the Western Conference. They're a better team. Yeah, and even when the Coyotes... Well, first of all, I never expected the Coyotes to be up in this game at all. And the fact that they were, it's still that whole time. I, this, it felt wrong to me. It didn't feel. Yeah. Well, they're getting out shot. They're getting all played. They're getting out chanced and you get out of the first period and you're sitting one, one and you go, Oh, it's not bad. But then you get two quick ones at the start of the second period. And that's a period that this team has struggled with all season and the second, and they get two quick goals and actually pretty nice goals. That Keller, that Keller goal and the assist from Galchenyuk is a really nice goal. And you, you look at the scoreboard and you go, how in the hell is this team ahead three to one? They're getting out shot. They, they didn't did get their first like shot in the second period till seven minutes into the second period. It was they were their first shot. Out shot six one in the first five minutes of the game. I mean, it, it's the same recipe this team's tried to get. But they've out they've outshot their opponents six times in the first forty nine games. I, <laughs> I, it's not like fifty fifty. It's six times. Like that's, what is the math on that? I can't. Do I don't it. know. It's not good. <laughs> no, it's not, <laughs> it's not good. good. Well, uh, we, well, okay. oh. we'll get. We'll read the five dollar super chat from Ruler Fourteen. Where rare Bill Armstrong L with that trade leaves got depth. We got literally nothing of value. We will be talking about the. We'll trade talk about the trade in a little bit. So stay tuned. Um, but let's pull up by the numbers because I think it really shows the game and how it was so lopsided. Five three L A. 39 shots on goal by the Kings, just 23 by the Coyotes. They were outshot 12 to 4 in the first. Four shots on goal. Even that's deceiving, though, because they got 10 shots in the third period, which was their their most shots of any period tonight. They got yeah, in the third. Yeah, and that was the period that they actually collapsed in the most, yeah. technically. Um, outshot 13 to 9 in the second, so a little bit better, but that 12 to 4 in the first. Oof. Another oof. LA, 2 for 4 on the power play. Coyotes once again for what is this the sixth, sixth game straight in game. a row without a power play goal yep. and then just the 
the face-off numbers, it kind of just tells the yeah, story. Yeah, they dominated in the face-off circle, so that means they had the puck more often. And if you have the puck more often, you create more penalties because you have the puck more. And my favorite stat, the PD side count, um, the limit does not exist. <laughs> yeah, there's there a lot of sighing yeah. in the office tonight. PD's been a little bit grumpy, a little grumpy to tonight. the shock of absolutely I know, no one a little tonight. grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> grumpy on a Saturday night, another loss. <laughs> Seriously, man. But you know what? This team, coming into this season, this LA King team was expected to be outside of the playoffs. They're in a rebuild, or they're working towards a rebuild, and this is happening earlier than they expected. But we talked about it in the NHL wrap-up this week. It's not the young guys. It's not the draft picks. It's not the the prospects that they've been pulling up. It's still the same guys that were doing it when they beat the Coyotes in in, in 2012. It's still Dowdy. It's still Kopitar. I mean, Dowdy and had still two, Kempe. Dowdy had two tonight. Kempe had, I think, a goal and an assist. So, yeah. It's, so they're it's leading cool to this see team. what's happening with LA. Yeah, they're good. They're good players. Their best players are the best players. And that's why they're winning right now. And it's funny that their goaltender, Peterson, he I think he's been having a really solid year. And tonight, yeah, what do you give up? Three on the first twelve? Well, or three on fourteen. To be fair, that well he he did leave the net on that first goal, but that went off an LA player's skate. So that was kind of a chaotic one. Yeah. The the other shot, the, the Keller was a great the, play. The Keller goal was amazing. The Kraus so goal, Krause. he didn't really have. Yeah, no chance. Chan- a chance on that. So yeah, um, great, great game for him. It's overall. the same recipe, Leo. We talk about over and over and over again. We should almost stop doing the keys to the game. The keys to the game is their goalie has to be really, really good, lights out, and and I don't think that was one of Veggie's better games. Yeah. I think he needs to have a few of those saves tonight, um, and they need to find offense from somewhere. Yeah. Let's pull up the keys just to see how they did. Let's see. Um, shake off rust. Eight days since last game. Need a good first period. Well, I guess they left the first period 1-1 um, on that fluke first period goal. Like I said, off the skate. But four shots on goal is just not going to do it. But they had the 3-1 lead. So as the game progressed, you'd like to see them get their legs underneath them. And, and the second half of the game maybe be able to hold on to that lead. Yeah, they looked rusty, though. They really did. Under sticks, you know what? The one thing, they didn't give up a lot of low to high plays, so I was wrong on that one. Make that a minus for me. They didn't need to go back low to high. When you go low to high, it's when you can't generate offense from the inside, so you have to go low to high. means you need shots from the point, which creates them shooting for sticks. They didn't have to do that. They were getting shots from inside. They were getting chances off the rush. They didn't have to develop an offensive zone strategy because they were scoring it at will in the second half of that game. And protect veggie LA drives in that heart. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, they sure did. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is a tough game. The, the, the bad news is they play them again next week. Yep. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we get to do this all over again. And, and that's an eight o'clock one, our favorite. It is not. Yeah. At home? Uh-huh. Eight at home. Uh huh. Our favorite. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like, why? Seriously, eight o'clock? Yes. At home game. Yeah. All right. We'll be here. <laughs> well, in that first period, um, even though Strawman technically, the goal was credited to Strawman, even though it from behind it bounced, the goal line, yes, yeah. it bounced many places before it went in. But two goals in the last three games for Strawman. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'd like to say he's on his offensive stride right now, but that's kind of <laughs> hard when you're shooting from behind the net. He was actually trying to make a play in front of the net because the goaltender had slid so far out. There was an opening in front if he could just deliver the puck there. It's the right play. Yeah, it's just not what he was trying yeah. to do. He was trying to feed the player in front for an easy tap in. Yeah. Um, that 
Kraus goal in the second period, which we talked about that incredible pass from Alex Gilchenyuk. Um, and, you know, there there was nobody who had multiple points in tonight's game. So looking at the, this game and the plays that were made and also just the last few, um, we chose Alex Galchenyuk to be tonight's DraftKings king of the game just because it was a beautiful assist. And that was also his 200th career assist in the NHL. 200th career assist. He's got points in five of his last six games. He's a guy that we've talked about that they need to provide secondary offense for this team all season long, and he hasn't been doing that. He finally is. Like he, He's hitting his stride. He's got confidence. With that, he's been able to generate offense, and he deserves to be the Drafts Kings. Yeah. King of the game. It's great to see him have success because we've said it, but he had that slow start. And then that Keller goal. What a shot. Yeah, it was a great shot. And I, I think if you look at Peterson's positioning on that, I think he's cheating, thinking he's going to pass it across in the middle of the ice. Because if you look at the shot, I mean, Kells almost hits the camera in the middle of yeah. the net. Like, he had a lot of net to shoot out. And Keller, I mean, he, he does have an all-star shot. Like we, we talk about Keller's inability to get to the inside at times, but he can beat a goalie clean with his shot. He, he's accurate. He's in the accuracy shooting in the all-star for a reason. It's a great shot. And, and he still continues to put up numbers and... You know, he's going to lead this team with goals. And I, Did you hit that one right? Who had Keller? Um, did you? Yes. Yeah, I thought you I did. I did, I yeah. believe. Who did you have? Um, I yeah, believe Louis. Louis Erickson. Louis is on fire. It's going to have you be a solid second half for Louis. You wait and see. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We have how many games left? 33? I know. I thought we were uh, almost done. I know. Because the, the time passes, but there were no games for the last games. eight days. So we made no progress. Oh, Lord. Well, like we said, the collapse kind of happened in the third period. Four unanswered goals by the LA Kings. And the game kind of ended how I thought it would the whole time. Like I said, when they were up 3-1, it did not feel like they should be up 3-1 at all because... Just yeah, there are games right. that this team that, that Vamelka holds a man to a game and you go, oh shit, they shouldn't be on the scoreboard, but they are because the goalie's playing so yeah. well. This was almost the reverse where they got a couple of goals and all of a sudden you, you, you first of all, you couldn't believe they scored because they hadn't had any opportunities yeah. at all. They're not shooting at all. And all of a sudden they're up three to one. Um, and you were just hoping that maybe they'd get their legs. And when this team gets their legs and they're skating and they're possessing the puck, they're not a bad hockey team. I don't, I don't know if I felt that tonight that they had they had their legs tonight. And hopefully now, I know it's going to be a back-to-back game tomorrow, uh, but now that they've got this game underneath them, I hope that they find it tomorrow. Um, this Dallas Stars team is hot and cold. They're a team yeah. that's really fighting to get back into the yeah. playoff spot. They're in ninth right now, fighting to get back into eighth. Uh, they need this win desperately. Yeah, fifth in the Central right now, but they are 7-3 and three in their last 10. Their road record, so they're coming here to um, Arizona tomorrow. They're not great on the road, 10-12-1 versus their home record is 17-7-1. So should be interesting to see them on the road. Do, do we think that Veggie gets the start again tomorrow? It's a 5 o'clock game. <sighs> you know, so he's, he gave up a 5 turnaround. tonight. Like, yeah. You'd have to think, and we'll have to ask Craig when he comes in how close Wedgwood is. Um, Wait, you think Prasadov gets a shot tomorrow? I, 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 I would think they have to after giving up five <laughs> and tonight. Based on that alone, it will be Veggie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Just because I said that, yeah, for sure. Exactly. I'm just, oh, but Wedgewood backed up tonight. Yep, Wedgewood backed up tonight. Oh, so he I'd, did. Yeah, so oh. I'd see Wedgie. Okay. Well, maybe. So we'll I would guess Wedgewood gets to start tomorrow. If he's able to back up, he's able to play. Because if you can't join a game in progress, you shouldn't be on the bench. So clearly, I think it's Wedgewood tomorrow. I think five goals tonight, uh, and a couple of them are squeakers that I think he should have had. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see Wedgewood tomorrow. And, and this, the Dallas Stars team, this team has played tough. The Coyotes. They can skate with them when when their top players aren't playing their best. How's that? Jamie Ben's still a force. Sagan, Radulov, Pavelski's having an all-star season. Um, they have a good hockey team when they're playing good, and I know that's easy to say, but if the Coyotes can possess the puck and they can get their feet moving, they can skate with the Dallas Stars. Um, another super chat from Ruler14. Thank you, Ruler. Dylan Gunther Hattie tonight and did the Michigan. Oh, I haven't seen the Michigan. Wow, I, I didn't I have to get on my that. Twitter Thanks again. For, uh, I can't multitask. Like I, I do the Twitter can. and watch this game the and try to take notes. Can't do it. I know. It's okay. And Ruler14, maybe it's a new job too because that's two super chats. Like, that's a lot. $7 combined. We appreciate that. Yeah, great. Yeah, thanks. We're just looking toward the future, which is also what Bill Armstrong is doing. And I do want to talk about the trade. Um, honestly, there's really not much else to say from this game, to be honest. Two other quick things I want to get to before we move on to talk about the trade. But Barry Hayton was back in the lineup tonight for the first time since January 6th. Um, what did you think of his play tonight? You know, I even have to look at his stat line because I... I didn't really notice him yeah, too, too much. You thought it was Dezingle. 13 minutes, he was plus one. So he's on the ice for a goal. I, I mean, he hasn't played since early January, so it's good that he's back in the lineup. Um, with Dezingle now out of the Coyotes lineup, they're, they're going to... You know, he's been playing a lot of middle ice. Dezingle has. Beagle's still out. Hayden's going to have to play. You know, even with the addition of Nick Ritchie now coming in over the next few days, Barrett Hayton's going to have to play. He's going to play a lot of hockey. So, yeah, hopefully he gets his game back um, to where he was pre-injury when he just started to get his game going. It seems like it's always something with him, right? I want him to be our DraftKings king of the game. Uh, let's hope so. Yeah, I don't think he has been let's all season. So. 49 games, I don't think he's been at once. So I want that for it's him time. and for us. It's um, time. Cabo Bianco also made his return to lineup, his first game since February 2nd, again stepping in with Lubushkin now on <laughs> yeah. his way out. Yeah, and I think Capobianco, that's tough because I'm sure this morning that was not the plan. Labushkin was supposed to play tonight. Capobianco is a late ad, so they could take Labushkin out in in you know preparation for the trade. And I know that's that shouldn't be an excuse. Like he should be prepared to play all the time. I, I, I don't think he was ready for tonight and he played like that at moments yeah. tonight. Fumbled the puck. There were too many turnovers. And if you go back to the third period, that's what really hurt this team. Their inability to advance the puck zone after zone. Turnovers between the blue lines, turnovers in their own zen, own end. They were slapping the puck around in the defensive zone, and that's what led to the LA Kings' goals. Yeah. If they could just figure out a way to manage the puck when they're ahead, even if it's chipping it off the glass, live another day and and, and defend again, but you can't turn it over directly on somebody's yeah. tape, like Dowdy's tape yeah, um, no, on Goss's Bears. Can't. And it just felt like they were playing so much of the game in their own defensive end once again. Um, and they just, it's its a fluke that they happened to score. Um, oh, look, Christian, yeah. how? Man. He kept track. Christian kept track at home. Had Thank it written you. down. Thank you, Christian. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't remember. I know. We're I trying to forget as much of this exactly. as we can. We're just trying to forget. I, well, we want him to be king more. How about that? Um, 
when the Coyotes did score, it, in the first period, it was their second shot of the game. And then in the second period, it was their second shot of the period. Of so the period. Lucky, too. But, I mean, to yeah, me, it's, again, just, it's just a fluke. Their first shot of the period was seven minutes in. Yeah. When we're sitting here, surprised they lost. It was it was seven minutes of the second period. You don't have a shot on goal. And that was a it was a nice shot by Gosses Bear. That ends up being the first shot. Comes back out and they score on that same play. And then the momentum shifted to the Coyotes for a little while. I'll, I'll, I will say that. I, again, I there's when, always like five to ten minutes of every game where you're like, woohoo, yeah, this, this, this is going well, and then it doesn't. And it usually but, happens in the third. It's yeah. usually they get behind in the second. They get terrible in the middle period, and in the third period, yeah, they have a a, a, a rush of life, yeah, yeah. resurgence. But it didn't happen tonight, unfortunately. But again, not really a surprise. And in terms of tank watch, it does help the Coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one rob that's clever <laughs> so many turnovers gila river arena is opening a bakery tomorrow that's good love that that is a maybe good that's what they'll turn gila river arena into when it's empty yeah it might be <laughs> don't laugh it's coming you know you, you know we can pitch some business ideas because i don't know what was the thing it was like bull riding or yeah something. it's coming all right they're gonna fill those fill those nights um pd we have a lot of other stuff to talk we do? about so well just not about this game oh, okay do you do you have any other notes from this game Again, it, it, it's it's. I, I hate to repeat myself because it sounds so repetitive. They lose again. They got outshot again. <laughs> Just the goaltending wasn't good enough. All of our post game shows that we, that are lost ones. Exactly, you know, and I know in the rebuild we want to lose. This is a good thing, but Kraus I thought played well. I thought him driving the net and getting that goal was good. Galchenyuk starting Kraus to... did have two penalties, and one of the penalties led, led to, to the one goal. of the goals. And we talked about penalties. They can't do that. Galchenyuk is heating up. Keller still plays well. So we're going to look for individual moments. Because we can't even say the whole game. Individual moments <laughs> um, to, to hang your hat on, I guess. Um, tomorrow, they're going to have to play better. Yeah. They're, they're going to have to play better. This LA team's desperate to stay in the playoffs, and Dallas is desperate to get in the playoffs. Coyotes aren't making the playoffs, so they just have to compete. So they're going to have to get 20 guys to compete for 60 minutes, and I don't know if they did that tonight. I really want to do rebuild reminder, but I'm really scared. I know, really but don't scared. remember which one it is. One of these, hold on, man. One of these buttons is rebuild reminder. I think and, it's the black one. And one of them is... It's the black one. A sound that we This is the like. best kind of roulette. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's give it a try. Rebuild reminder. Nailed there it. Was. We miss Aaron. Yeah, we miss Aaron. If you saw the our live IMB shirts model. that she got us. But the, the rebuild is in full effect, and as you look at the standings, we might as well talk about it. Montreal won. Finally. Finally gets a win, and now they're with finally, the, the gap is closing. So what is it, two points? Let's look. It's just taking a minute to scroll all the way to the bottom of the page. I know. It's three points. It's three points. Arizona still has a three-point lead over Montreal, but but the gap is still widening. You got eight points to get to Seattle. I mean, those teams are so far ahead. Seattle, New Jersey, Philly, and Buffalo. Seattle's tied right now against Calgary. Buffalo lost tonight, but... But they're still... Buffalo's 12 points ahead. I don't think the Coyotes are getting 12 more points this year? Eh, maybe this year, I guess. A little mildly <laughs> in, the, aggressive. in the last 33 games of the season. Mildly aggressive. They might get 12 points. But Man. but that's a lot. Yeah. That gap's not going to close. It's Montreal and Arizona battling for whether it's Shane Wright or Logan Cooley, which we have now added to our vernacular. Logan Cooley attending the University of Minnesota next year nice. from the NDP program in Michigan. Um, so the battle for those two players, 
I th- what we're hearing from Chris Peters is they're very even, they're equal. So one or two, we get a, we get a solid center to coming to Arizona, but you just have to finish in the bottom two. Yep. And hope that the balls don't drop the wrong way. I agree. <laughs> Out of context quotes. Oh my god. Also, the puns in the comments about we're still on the the bakery thing. Pull oh. Up, pull up the Rob comment again. Shane Donuts. At the Gila River Arena Bakery, along with the signature turnovers. Nice, I like that. Thank. Keep the puns coming. We gotta, we gotta stay joyful here somehow. <sighs> um, well, before we move on, let's talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app and the NBA because it's NBA All Star Weekend um, this weekend, and I think our DraftKings pick of the week has something to do with that. Sean, take it away. I sorry. Um, <laughs> wow, wakey, wakey. I was buddy. Just wasn't working. Plus, I'm doing wall sits back here because I'm I'm a kind <laughs> man. Chair, and I, the chair behind the Mac did break the other day. So. It did break, and it wasn't <laughs> me are. this time. Um, but um, DraftKings pick of the week, obviously, like you said, the All Star game is this weekend. Uh, team LeBron, Team LeBron versus Team Durant. Um, I think. I, if, LeBron, Team LeBron is plus or minus five and a half. Team LeBron won last year by 20 points. Um, and I think they have a better team. They have Chris Paul, or they have Devin Booker, um, who, best player in the country, maybe. Um, um, but yeah, so my DraftKings pick of the week is Team LeBron minus five and a half. I think they're going to destroy um, Team Durant, who doesn't even have Kevin Durant playing. <laughs> All right. So, well, there you have it. What? what? I don't get it. <laughs> what do you like, I don't get it. Like it's not East West. No, it's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's like, like a, the, they did, the, the NHL did it one year. Yeah. I know, but they still don't make the player the name of the team. Yeah, but that this is the NBA. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's the the leading vote getter from each conference. Got it. Yeah. Well, mind. if you want to um, tell Sean on that bet, you can do so. And also, Sean had a pick of the week earlier in the week for a different show that hit tonight. So yes. He's he's hot right now. Yes, so. uh, Sun Devils on the ASU Sun Devils show, which you should watch if you don't watch. Um, <laughs> I had I picked one from the skills competition today, and that hit. So nice. I'm on a heater. All right. Well, if you want to bet on that game tomorrow, or just the NBA in general, or anything else, um, Olympics included, cornhole. I don't know. You can bet on literally anything on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up using the promo code PHNX. Bet a dollar on any NBA team to win, and if they do, you get $150 in free bets. Um, if you're an existing customer, you can do same game parlays to um, get a bigger payout in the same bet. So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX, bet a dollar on any NBA team. You get $150 in free bets if they win. That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. El- eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. All right. Let's keep talking rebuild. Can we talk rebuild? Let's talk rebuild, and it's relevant with tonight's news. Right? Well, the, Is that no, what you were going to talk I about? was going to Tucson. Oh, I was going to talk donuts, and like that was going to be my transition into Tucson. But we can talk about that. The Tucson Roadrunners won. They did win. Beat Henderson 4-3. Four four to three. Three. Late goal by Mark, Michael Carconi. Jan Yannick, Jan Yannick with two. Nice. And who got the other one? Michelli. Michelli. Still, all players we talked about on our audio episode wow, yesterday. I guess, yeah. Well, there maybe you go. We're so on to something. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Gunther has a hat trick. These 
big win. And where are we going on Saturday? A week from today. A week from today, we will be literally down the I-10 in Tucson. And that was when everyone was talking about donuts, Jane Donuts. All I could think about was the donuts of the TCC, which Petey and I will be enjoying next. So if you're looking for us, just look at the donut Donut stand. stand. Swear. Um, I'm gonna make two trips. <laughs> it smells. It smells like the state fair. Yeah, it smells That's, so oh, it's good. unreal. Can't yeah, wait. so we're super excited to go. Um, we'll be talking to fans, filming. Um, we're actually gonna do a live post game show. So there's no Coyotes game that day. So if you want to plan it now, plan a trip down to Tucson. We're gonna just we're gonna just go down for the day. Um, super excited about it. We'll walk around, hang out. So. Definitely come down and say hi. It's 7 o'clock next Saturday against Ontario. Um, should be a good one. I'm really excited. So. Yeah, I am too. It should be fun. Yeah, we're really looking forward to And we get to, to see that. what the future looks like firsthand. Definitely. We talk about all these guys. We've seen them on video, but now we can go see them firsthand. So I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of excited about it. And someone in the chat asked, now with Labushkin gone and you bring in a forward, there's a hole on the back end, so you're going to have to get a defenseman up here. So um, expect them to call somebody up tomorrow. I, I would, I mean, it's it's JJ Mosier, I would think. Yeah. You know, that's who's been the most recent call up to fill that and he's gap. Looked great when he's been up here. So I would expect him to come up, but I guess, know. yeah, it's not we the first know. time I've been wrong yeah, on this show. Right. Um, well, we just got the text that Craig is in the elevator, um, and when Craig gets here, we'll talk more about this. But. Oh my oh gosh! My God. Good timing. Wow. Because we get to talk about the trade now. Yep. All right. All right. Here comes the the video. <laughs> Woo! Craig. Well, there he What's is. What's up, guys? Hello. What a night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just a little bit going on. Yeah. What a, well, Craig, we haven't even talked, we haven't even talked, talked about, about it yet. the trade yet, so let's just get right to it. Let's go to that. Forget the game. We've already yeah. talked about that enough. Yeah. So let's go to the trade. Sounds good to me. All right. So yeah. the, tr- the trade was um, the Coyotes traded defenseman Ilya Labushkin and forward Ryan Dezingle to the Toronto Maple Leafs for Nick Ritchie and a conditional draft pick. And that is the Coyotes' choice of either a third-round pick in 2023 or a second-round pick in 2025. No retained salary in this deal. That is the trade. Bill Armstrong said, uh, you know, basically with the conditions of the deal, you look at that and it's, it's a little unusual to see that split of two years and a different round. But what he said is, look, if the... If the 2023 draft looks deep, we may use the third round pick. If not, we'll wait until 2025, may even package that pick with other assets to acquire a player. It may be at the point where the Coyotes want to add players rather than just adding drafts assets. So it just gives them, as GMs like to say, optionality. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's tough to see Ilya Labushkin go out the door. He was going to be a free agent anyway. He's going to be 28 years old. We know the sort of timeline and the age line of this team, so he probably didn't fit into their plans. He's just a, such a good soul, and you know this, PD as well as anyone. He's just one of those guys that you that you just love having around because he always brings a positive attitude. Don't want to speculate too much about Lubushkin, Craig, but do you think this might prompt him when this contract expires to go home? I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, he's getting a chance to play for a team that – you know, ostensibly can compete for a Stanley Cup, right? So that's a pretty exciting thing. I don't know what his thoughts are yet. We didn't get a chance to talk to him. Um, 
hope to reach out to him and his agent a, a little bit after this. Um, but I don't know. He see, you, you know as well as anyone what, what he was like around the room. He seems to enjoy being around these guys and around the NHL. He so really liked it here, though. I mean, he loves yeah. Arizona. His family loves it here. He loves it here. He wanted to play here. He wanted to be a part of whatever they were doing here. So I'm curious to see what he makes his decision. You're right. After two months in Toronto and you're making a run for the playoffs— that's a pretty fun town, too. So so we'll see where he goes. Let's talk about the player coming back this way. Yeah. We, we, we heard Bill Armstrong, if you listen to the intermission um, at Bally's, you heard him talk about Nick Ritchie and big player, and he adds something to this roster. Thoughts on Nick Ritchie? I mean, he's a little younger. I think he's 26. Um, you know, he brings some toughness. He, he's had some moments in the NHL. Uh, Bill said they were after him this summer to try and bring him in. But look, Toronto has been trying to shed this contract for a while. He's in the minors. It's obviously not working out for him. Hasn't worked out really in the last couple of spots. I don't know, PD. I I wonder sometimes if this is just a matter of building up a player that's coming over in a deal so that you can say nice things about them. Maybe Nick Ritchie will revive his career. But to me, this is all about the draft asset. This is their MO. They're trying to acquire draft assets to build for the future. They got one and they probably had to give up a couple of, you know, a couple of pieces that probably, well, while Ilya Labushkin may have been drawing some interest, I doubt it was for a high draft pick, right? So you give away a couple players that are going to be a free agents at the end of the year that you know you're not going to resign anyway, and you package them together. You have to take on a bad contract, but then you get a high asset again. That was probably their thinking here. Yeah, you're looking at a second or a third round pick. So, yeah, you're right. Ilya Labushkin's not getting you a second or a third. There's not. So you get two guys you're not going to sign again. Make no mistake, this is about the draft pick. Nick Ritchie hasn't played a game in the NHL since the Toronto Maple Leafs were here in Arizona at Gila River on January 12th. That's the last game he played in the National Hockey League. Then he was sent down. He's been playing with the Marlies. So, I mean... Yes, he is going to come here. Yes, he is going to play here at Gila River. I, I don't see them putting a you know, a $3.5 million player in the minors. I, I don't think that's the plan. So he's going to be here. And what, what can they expect? Yeah, he's a hardworking, grinding guy, bigger body. He's going to be physical. He's going to drive the net, maybe provide some secondary scoring. Yep, that's that's about it. And again, it's it's... It's their MO. They've been taking on bad contracts. You look at the, a bunch of the guys on the team this season, and while you can say they've had their moments, guys like Louis Erickson, Antoine Roussel, etc., it was all about getting draft assets. So that they're going to continue to do this next season, probably even the season after that. Bill wants to really build a deep pool of prospects for this organization. That is his goal. That's what's behind this deal. Well, we talk about the build, too. Now they have four forwards under contract for next year. So there we go. <laughs> On the way. There you go. Four One out more. of 13. Making big moves. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. yeah. Karen in the comments said the start of the exodus, and it's true. That's kind of what this feels like it's going to be for the next month here going forward. So should be interesting to see um, from the human side. It's sad to see Ryan and um, Ilya go, but exciting for them to have a chance with a cup contender and, you know, they can go play with Bunting and future Coyote Austin Matthews. Yeah. yeah. Tell Austin how great yeah, it is. Yeah, right. Here, maybe. Exactly. The, oh, the yeah. marketing ploy. Exactly. Yeah. I'm Bill, I've got a Bill trade deadline. The long game. I've got a trade deadline story coming Monday, and I just scratched two guys off the list uh, a little earlier than I expected. 
but <laughs> whoops, a little less work for me, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And also, Craig um, already posted a story about this trade um, right on top of it, Craig. So if you want to read that and if you want to read sure. the dre- deadline preview, you can do so at gophnx.com. Become a member, sign up for the annual membership, get a shirt. You can get this lovely shirt that PD's wearing, the Cody the Coyote in purple where's that where'd you put that helmet i know it's right where'd here. you put it oh my, so you can also in the page next... today by the way can you see this craig oh look, we, look at that we decked out oh. cody with cody is all over the news so it's going to be on the desk now so we got cody okay. and phnx all over our mask but yeah so only you when want, you're here so if you want to get a sticker pack also in the phnx locker it's um, limited edition so once they're sold out they're gone so you want to check those out as well Becoming a member, you can also get access to the members only Discord and weekly deals on merchandise. So check out gophnx.com today. Um, all right. Back to the game, I guess. Craig, Barrett who did Hayden. you who, who did you speak to? Talked to afterward. And he hadn't played since January 6th. He had the hand surgery. He told us he jammed it tonight in a puck battle. But uh, you know, it's funny, I was gonna write about Barrett Hayden off tonight's game, but then I wrote the trade story, so probably going to have that Barrett Hayton story up at some point tomorrow. But again, it's just, he's taking the right attitude about all of this. He's just using it as a challenge. As he said, nobody's path is perfect, but Barrett Hayton's path has been crazier than most players. All the obstacles that he's, he's had to face both in his development and with injuries, with COVID, it's just been crazy. You, you kind of hope that Barrett Hayton, I guess realizes uh, a little more of his potential. I think he's still a, you know, a strong two-way player. He, he can, he can uh, bring you a lot of those details of the game. He's good away from the puck. And I think that part of his game's growing, but we haven't seen the production from him yet. Um, so I'm wondering what we're going to see from him on, on this latest stint with the Coyotes. Uh, Bill Armstrong told me earlier today that they're going to try and put him in some situations where he's not facing the crazy tough matchups like he was earlier this season where he's getting, you know, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl as his matchups. He's going to, he's probably going to be in some different situations. They want to see if he can show some growth on the offensive side of his game. Well, we, we want to see that for him too. That's what we were saying. Um, that, and then a, a listener pointed out that we have had him as our DraftKings King of the game. I thought he hadn't been at all, but that was just to me, the telltale that he needs to step it up. So we'll be looking forward to that story tomorrow. Did you have, Something else? No, I'm just looking at Barrett Heaton's stats. I'm just looking them up. Okay. I just (laughs) didn't know what you were up to over there. Just read. (laughs) Um, Craig, another um, thing you tweeted earlier is you had the chance to talk to Dave Tippett, who, of course, was recently let go by the Edmonton Oilers. Um, But he is going to retire from the NHL. So what did Dave Tippett have to say when you chatted with him? Yeah, I don't think this is any surprise to Petey. I think Petey already knew that this was coming. But, you know, he's he's 60 years old and he, he's done. He's he's ready. I think he's at peace with the decision, ready to move on. He's got, as we know, one sweet house in the Valley, Petey, and he's building another incredible house up in Flagstaff that he told me should be ready inside of a year. You know, he's he, he's done all he can do. I'm sure he would have loved to see Edmonton take that final step this season and compete for a cup, but We've talked about the Oilers' problems a lot. That roster has a lot of issues, and I don't see the Oilers competing for a cup. So, you know, Dave Tibbet takes the fall for poor roster construction. Uh, he, he's been in some tough situations, obviously, before in his career, but I, I think he accomplished a lot as a coach. I thought I thought he was a terrific coach. And, and listen, when he came to Arizona, 
this franchise was in disarray and the relocation rumors were at that time, I think, as real as they've ever been. And he helped save the city, uh, save the city, its hockey team. He was he's one of those people that if you talk about the four or five people that are most critical in hockey remaining in Arizona, Dave Tibbetts probably on that list. Yeah. You know what? I had the opportunity to, to work underneath Dave Tippett for a long time. Dave's a really good coach and he's a really good person. And for him, he, he did want to go make a run at another cup. That's why he went to Edmonton. He had some of the best players in the world there and he thought he'd make another run at it right now. He is going to step back. He's going to get away from hockey. He's got grandkids. He's got, he said he's going to put on his tool belt and he's got a lot of things to do at all these houses that he has. He's got a lot of maintenance to do and a lot of, <laughs> a lot of work. And you know what? He's earned it, deserved it. Take a deep breath and enjoy the Arizona weather. Good on him. Pick up the golf clubs and enjoy it for a while. And he, he, he did have, uh, the, you know, the, the Canadian media is a little different than the Arizona media. <laughs> and they're hard. Like they're, they're hard, hard. And, and the grind that those Canadian coaches have to go through every day, and I don't mean just Dave Tippett. I mean from coast to coast across Canada. It's, it's hard when things aren't going well. Um so I, I think it is. He's deserved a little bit of time off to step away from all this and and just enjoy his time away. Pete, he's still got the cottage in Minnesota too, right? Yes, he does in cottage. Oh, well, there you go. Cottage, yeah, I know. I know. That's what he calls it. Yeah, he yeah, calls it. A, yeah, it's not a cabin. Co- yeah. Good lord. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone has. A yeah, yes, he does. It's a beautiful home in Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Best of both worlds. So I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, me too. Really enjoyed working with Tip. I, I, I really, you know, I, I've, I've enjoyed a lot of the people that I've worked with. But as far as coaches go, I, I don't think there's a coach I enjoyed working with more than Dave Tippett. All right. Well, well, we had we've had one former coach on Rick Tockett. Maybe wait for the dust to settle, and I mean, like not tomorrow's show, but maybe maybe over the summer we can talk Dave Tippett into joining us at PHNX yeah. for a show. Yeah, I would love we'll work that. on it. Yeah. Well, Craig, anything else from either tonight's game or the trade or any final thoughts? No, just going to get back to writing. Actually going to top off that story with a couple more thoughts from Andre Turney, So, And get ready to go back to the rink again tomorrow. Yep, exactly. Um, well, thanks, Craig. Have a good night, and we will chat with you later. All right, guys. Take care. See you tomorrow, All right. Craig. Bye, Craig. All right. So once again, Check out that story at gophnx.com. He literally was writing the story like while watching the game. Work, work, work. And we were just sitting yeah, here. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Petey yeah. was complaining. You yeah. know, just I another do do night. That. Another I do. night. Another at night PHNX. at PHNX. I might have been doing a lot of complaining. <laughs> Maybe not tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Yeah, tomorrow. You never night. know. Uh, it's a five o'clock game, so we like that. Is it really? We like that to start. Yeah, I'm glad you tell me these things because I literally don't know when. Games well, let's actually pull up the, the schedule for the oh, next. Oh, we have a schedule. 10. Yeah. We do. Let's pull it up somewhere. <laughs> there it is. Wakey, wakey. Um, this is a seven-game homestand coming That's up. Unreal. Well, starting tonight, it was seven games, which is a lot. Um, Look yeah. at Tapaz. He's on top. He's already got tonight's score on the schedule. <laughs> nice job, Sean. I know. Sean was busy tonight. PHNX Jeez. Sun Devils was yeah, live. The Sun Devils was get paid the big bucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the, the trade happened while Sean was live on, on ASU, but he still made that graphic. So, honestly... Credit to Sean tonight. Yes. Um, we appreciate well, it's it. It's a tough week. And, and it's teams that Dallas is on the fringe of the playoffs. LA is trying to hang on to their playoff spot. And and it says LAK, but it's it's Vegas. <laughs> it's okay, Sean. But we... he was close. Yeah. You don't play LA. It's Vegas. But there's a team, I tell you what, they're starting to struggle a little bit. Oh, boy. Like, 
they need a win desperately when they come to Arizona. And that's with Jack Eichel in the lineup now. This homestand does not get any easier over the next seven days. Not at all. So should be interesting to see um, how the Coyotes do. You would hope they get one or two wins <laughs> maybe in the, these seven games um, coming up or at least in the next three next week. I feel like the Coyotes tend to surprise against Good teams, yeah, they've so. they've played better against better teams, yeah. or at least the goaltender has played better against yeah, they, we good just, teams. We just need like a, another stellar goaltending performance. Well, and I, I still think we'll see Wedgwood tomorrow, which clears. Then you can go Veggie on LA and, uh, and Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, because they're two days apart. So I would think you'd see Veggie twice. I, as we've said over and over, I'm wrong yeah, you're very wrong often. Ton. So well, and then the after. They're, they're off. The Coyotes are off that Saturday that we're going to Tucson. But then on Sunday, I believe they play Winnipeg, and we yeah. all know that Veggie for some reason yeah. plays really well against uh, Winnipeg. Forty six saves twice <laughs> yes. against that team. So. Forty six twice. Yeah, yeah. T- so some stuff to look for. Uh, one more thing, because I, it's so unlike me to complain about things. <laughs> what? Okay, so we're going to Tucson. Love going to Tucson. Want to go to Tucson? I've got friends there, and the coach staff can't wait to see. Some of the guys down in, down in Tucson want to see the players. Do we know it's a two o'clock game the next day? Did we think that one through or not? We didn't. We didn't plan that far ahead. No, yeah. never mind. It was it'll, just me. Just it'll me. It'll be okay. It'll okay. be okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was a that was a classic PD rant right okay. there. Well, like we said, super excited for Tucson. Um, tweet at us at PHNX underscore. Go to the game. Yeah, if you're planning on making the road trip down, just you know, get a few people together. Take and your... tweet your drive down, too, so we can say your drive down the I-10 with yeah, us. Yeah, like a literal down the I-10. So yeah, we'll be talking about to some coaches, some players, some people within the Roadrunners organization. We're really excited about it. So um, that will be all over our PHNX underscore Coyotes Twitter as well as PHNX Sports YouTube. Like I said, we'll actually be doing a live post-game show for the Roadrunners game, yeah. which will be really fun to have do. have a coach on, a player yep. on, at least the plan is to do all that. And the, Adrian Denny in, in charge of PR and does the broadcasting down there has been a really big help. And they've it's they're going to let us invade their territory for the My day. My old stomping grounds. I know, I'm kind of excited about it. I used to spend it. a lot of time in that arena. I know. I know so, you do. You know everybody there. Yeah, I'm really excited and to go fans. back. Um, well, any any closing thoughts? Final today? thoughts. The tank is on. It is Re- rebuild reminder. Rebuild reminder. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And, and the and I like. I feel like this phrase sums up. Like the exodus has begun. The, yeah. The, the mass player. And that's the, the, you're not kidding. Like the trade deadline's three weeks away, and you just lost two players out of the lineup today, and they are by no means the last ones to leave. Not so at all. This is just the beginning. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. And in Montreal, we'll be watching both of those teams, how big a sellers they both become, and see what ends up happening for this the, the tank season and see where we end up. For sure. Well, let's just pull up the punch card uh, to close things off. Good uh, God. But the end of the homestand, are we done with that row? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we will be. Okay. So that's fun. that. Yeah, we're We're almost there, chugging along. Um, Thank you all for tuning in. As always, um, we will be back. What even is our? Oh, tomorrow. Yes, not even twenty four hours. Literally, not even twenty four. Yeah, not even twenty four hours. Tomorrow, um, it'll be me and Petey for that one. Craig is actually taking the night off tomorrow, so it'll just be stuck with the two of us. Oh no! (laughs) Petey will bring his best attitude tomorrow. That's great content right there. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I, I also won't be here tomorrow, but yeah, it literally is just us. Yeah, it's literally just us. So, you know, 
Just yeah, we can do it. Bring some fun street topics, racing. chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, my speed racers will be back. So join us on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel tomorrow. Subscribe where and follow and like and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Um, two really great prospect future looking episodes last week that are kind of uh have a long shelf life so yeah. go back and listen to those if you haven't um you can listen to them while you're driving down to tucson next yes. week look at that um and then follow at pgx underscore coyotes on twitter we are trying to have pd do a yeah, dance we'll on t- the phnx sports tiktok so we need that i'm looking forward to that so please give it a follow um and follow phnx sports across all social platforms and i think that is it and uh, done before 10.30, so Perfect. time for bed for both of us, <laughs> and we'll see everyone tomorrow. Bye. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team, we'll talk about your least favorite team, and everybody in between, and we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.